A new Ohio House panel designed to bring sane discussion to the idea of vaccine mandates fails right out of the gate. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine goes to the Mexican border to stand with other Republican governors criticizing Joe Biden's immigration policies. And the Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost understands that he must share documents with people suing to overturn Ohio's gerrymandered maps, while statehouse leaders continue to fight against doing so. It's the Wake Up Morning News Briefing from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Thursday, October the 7th. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. Anyone who expected that a new Ohio House panel would bring a fresh approach on whether employers and schools can mandate the COVID-19 vaccine was disappointed about a minute after Wednesday's Ohio House Commerce and Labor Committee began meeting Wednesday. Committee Chair Dick Stein of Huron County opened the session by questioning whether a corporate enterprise should be able to dictate his personal health care choices, and he never mentioned public health, which is at the center of the vaccine mandate debate. Others called him out for that. Things deteriorated from there with a Zanesville attorney calling the vaccine mandate issue the civil rights issue of the century, on par with slavery, voting rights, and segregation. Representative Juanita Brent of Cleveland called him out for making that comparison as over-the-top ridiculous. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine is on a two-day trip to the U.S.-Mexico border to draw attention to border security, a red meat issue for conservative voters he needs to win in next year's Republican primary. During a visit to southern Texas on Tuesday and Wednesday, the governor met with Ohio National Guard troops that he deployed there and joined in a press conference with other governors calling on the Biden administration to make a list of changes to its immigration policies. But in typical fashion, DeWine let other governors make the direct attacks on Biden and let his presence with them show where he stands. The two groups of Republicans on the Ohio Redistricting Commission continue to differ in how they respond to lawsuits opposing the new Ohio House and Senate district maps that the commission approved last month. Private lawyers for House Speaker Bob Cup and Senate President Matt Huffman filed documents Wednesday with the Ohio Supreme Court arguing they are not required to provide any documents at all to the group suing to overturn the maps. By a filing by Attorney General Dave Yost's office, representing Governor Mike DeWine, Secretary of State Frank LaRose, and State Auditor Keith Faber, said it's working to compile written answers to questions, documents, and other discovery requested by the plaintiffs. DeWine, LaRose, and Faber are on the State Redistricting Commission with Huffman and Cup. Yost does oppose attempts by those who have filed the suits to depose DeWine, LaRose, and Faber, however. We are about a month away from the long, long-awaited opening of Opportunity Corridor in Cleveland, linking Interstate 77 with University Circle. That means the connection of Interstate 90 to Interstate 490 into the east side of Cleveland, which has been closed for a couple years, will finally reopen too. Opportunity Carter is just three miles of roadway, but it would provide the first convenient connection of University Circle to the region's highway network. And the hope is that it will spark economic growth in a neighborhood known as the Forgotten Triangle. 
Originally proposed as a highway extension, the road is more of a parkway with grade-level street crossings. Mayor Frank Jackson made clear when he was city council president 20 years ago that he would not accept another highway dividing neighborhoods on the east side. The Carter will be part of his legacy as he leaves office after a record-setting 16 years as Cleveland mayor at year's end. Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse has new pandemic requirements for some of its biggest events through the end of the year and possibly beyond. The upgraded protocols, determined event-to-event by the promoters, include proof of vaccination or negative COVID-19 test results. The first events at the arena to institute the safety measures are the Harry Styles Show on October 18th, Michael Buble's concert on October 21st, and the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony on the day before Halloween. The Rock Hall had previously announced the new safety measures for its annual ceremony. Fans attending these events will have to show an original vaccination card or a printed copy of an FDA-approved negative COVID-19 tests. Photo ID will be required with both. Rocket Mortgage is also presenting one other option. The arena has partnered with Clear Health Pass, a free mobile app that allows you to upload proof of vaccination or a negative COVID-19 test result to your phone. The app creates a QR code that can be scanned upon entrance to the arena. Thanks for listening. The Wake Up will be back on Friday. Thank you.